All right. Welcome back. Hope you all had a great week. My name's Brennan. You've got Gabe. You got Parker. Oh. And this is Shadow Valley. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm glad to uh, be back, guys. Um, so far, I've been working and I've been just uh, putting myself at the grind. On the, the grind constantly. Yeah. That's Brennan's life. For real. I mean, 10 hour shifts, but like, Four tens is pretty good. Today I got to leave early because I usually go in early, mm-hmm. and so I got to leave early, which is nice. But like, damn, five thirty is really early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is early. That just sucks. to be there. I mean, I get up at three forty-five just so I can like be ready because I take an hour to get ready. Yeah, which is crazy. He was telling me the other day. <laughs> um, I was like, "So what time do you get up in the morning?" He's like, "Oh, like three in the morning." And I was like, "What? How come?" Well, it takes me like. I was like, oh, so are you getting to work at like 3.30 or 4 or something? And he's like, no, get to work at 5.30. And I was like, what? It takes him an hour and a half to get ready. Yeah. It's crazy. I like. What to do you do in, like, in that hour and a half? What do I do in that hour and a half? I kind of yeah, like sit that in the seems nuts to me. Um, <laughs> I sit there and think about like what I'm going to wear. Nice. <laughs> and I just move <laughs> slow like a turtle to where like, I don't know, I'm like a freaking snail because I just move so goddamn slow in the morning. <laughs> Like, oh man that's how it be that's how it be you know who didn't so, move slow adolf hitler adolf hitler. hitler that's exactly what i was gonna say how'd you know sorry parker what were you gonna say though oh i was just gonna say like i go to, i go to the gym in the morning now i started going and uh i get up at five and it's a 15 minute drive and i'm at the gym before 5 30 usually <laughs> Like, I'd like roll out of bed, throw on a shirt and a hat, and like walk out the door. <laughs> the gym, bro. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a, a, well, I probably could go to the, go to the gym, but I yeah. choose not to because I want to be unhealthy. Fair enough. I have a gym membership I pay for. I just don't go. Like, Hell yeah. I should go like after I get off work and I'm done with my homework. Mm-hmm. But like, not going to lie, I was going to ask you guys for some help because I don't know how to do fucking. Um, <laughs> a lot of this chemistry shit. Yeah, like, I told you. I told you. Chemistry well, sucks. It's literally scientific noca- notation. Like, yeah, I can. I'm it can really be Or like, um, what? What's the other thing that I don't understand? Um, like, I got six out of ten on my chemistry quiz, and I'm like, nice. This looks like a really good projection for the rest of the class. Six out of ten isn't horrible, <laughs> but like chemistry. Um, Significant figures. That's like the other thing. Yeah, sig sig figs suck, dude. It's rough. I just have no idea like how to go about that. But um yeah, something else I was gonna mention. I can't wait to get unbanned from Snapchat. How do you know you're a thing? Can you get unbanned? For sure banned. Like my account's banned forever, but I made a new one and I can log uh, in on my computer, but my phone's still like doxxed and is like <laughs> can't be used at all oh, for Snapchat. Sucks. But everybody's saying it's like six months. You just wait six months and you're back on. But I was going through because um, Snapchat let me download all my photos and stuff and mm-hmm. all like the chat feed. Like I got a whole bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. But like. Um, At least you got some stuff back though. That would have yeah. sucked if you didn't. I got like all my photos. And there's like two things I've learned from this. Like A, the only reason I took like pictures of myself and like saved them in my camera roll was uh-huh. because I had Snapchat. Um, and so I have like an entire album on my phone. That's like a shared album. It's entitled, entitled self, uh-huh. um, or it's titled self or something like that. Um, the other thing I learned after going through all of my like 
pictures because it downloads all of the messages. Mm -hmm. God damn, I'm a fucking whore. Oh my goodness, dude. <laughs> I'm a slut, dude. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm a fucking slut. Like all the dick pics that I've sent people. Oh like, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know if our listeners really want to hear that. I mean, I'll just leave it at that. But like, I'm a slut. Like I was like, oh no, I'm like a little conservative. Like, yeah, I just do like a little dating. No, I'm a fucking whore. Oh my like, goodness. All these people on Snapchat, because it saves like all of the snaps, like every snap I've ever sent in a conversation that's been like saved in that uh -huh. conversation. Like I was able to download like five gigs worth of shit. Oh, what? Wait, yeah. what? I thought Holy it cow. didn't save your... Yeah, I thought it didn't save your conversations. Uh, or were you like, clicking to manually like i click to manually save it. oh you're a menace yeah and so ah. i saved literally all of the photos that other people <laughs> didn't save and so Dang. i was able to download them all and like i was like fuck <laughs> did i you really realize? send this many like dick pics and videos to people damn yo like That's messed up kind of is actually <laughs> kind of is <laughs> and I. Like, how did you wow, feel bro. after you found that out after i found out i've <laughs> like sent were that you many. like yeah, were you like, oh, it's okay, or were you like, oh man, I feel weird, or or like, what what's your experience after going through that? I just like I'm after just I sent those, or after I discovered that like I sent them. Like, what do you mean, bro? I'm just a little confuzzled because like when I what first I found out, yeah, like what do you mean? Like, were you like okay with it? Like, all right, or were you like? Oh man, I feel a little dead inside. Like, like which end of the spectrum were you on? Like when I first sent them, I was fine with it. Hmm. Um, but like yeah. I died a little inside today when I was going through them and I saw like, oh fuck, like you're a slut. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you're a slut. Like showing your body like this to this many people. Uh -huh. Like, you goddamn whore. No wonder why you started in OnlyFans. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, dude. You got to get on that grind, bro. You got to get that Skrilla. You do you. But I know um, enough about my deviance. We can, yeah. If we I can was a chick, I, I probably would have an OnlyFans. <laughs> dude, again, nothing's stopping you. Just get an OnlyFans, Parker. Who cares? For real, dude. I'll subscribe. <laughs> oh, I don't really... I'm not that confident, you know? <laughs> um, yes, you got to support your homies. Yeah, you got to support the bros. <laughs> Um, now to speak on somebody else's deviance, Adolf Hitler. See, Kyle. <laughs> um, so last Juden time, S for Bowden. It's what? Juden S for Bowden. I actually don't know what that is. What is that? I think it's like Jews are forbidden. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like I don't know. I heard it on South Park. Uh, nice. <laughs> South Park facts. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just assuming like. Juden is Jew. I would I that's probably safe to assume. Yeah. Um okay. So, last time we left you guys at the invasion of Poland and we kind of restructured a little bit. So, instead of kind of like info dumping, we're going to just focus on a main topic from here on out and try to like give you guys a sufficient amount of detail but kind of have more open conversation yeah. regarding that. So, Today, we're just going to go over two topics, the invasion of France very briefly, um, because it has, it, it is kind of like one of the main reasons why um, Operation Barbarossa happened, and we can kind of go into the details here. So 
to, to start this off, do you guys know what Operation Barbarossa is? No. Parker? I actually do. You do? Ooh. It oh is... It was, isn't that when Germany was <clears throat> gonna decided they were going to invade Russia? But before Russia and Germany were like on the same side, and then Germ- uh, Hitler was like, never mind, watch this. Isn't that what it is? Mind get ranked. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Exactly. So, um, Operation Barbarossa was Hitler's like plan to take over so- the Soviet Union. Uh, he called it the Directive Twenty One. Pure Directive Twenty One. So, the idea behind this whole thing was he wanted to implement this i this this thought that he had from back when he wrote his manifesto yeah the and i may butcher this it's it's in german but it's the lebensraum lebensraum yeah and that essentially means living space so hitler's plan at the beginning was again hitler was all about and we spoke about this in the last episode but he was very like uh um country oriented he loved his country he wanted to make germany like the big dog again yeah you know and so for him it was like i want to go back and get all those the the like territories that we lost yeah and so he wrote in his manifesto and said i want to do i want to implement leban zarum lebanizarum yeah uh and essentially that meant i want to take over back the territory i want to make germany wonderful again and that pretty much made it by default that he was going to take over or try to attack soviet russia at one point because they had some of the territory that was germany's at one point bro that's crazy make germany great again it's almost like it sounds so much like make america great again what the freak what (laughs) Oh my God! They both had some interesting hairstyles, so, though. That's Hitler true. Did you want to know something kind of funny? Slap me with it, bitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, you know how everyone has been like, uh, like Republicans, especially like far, far right Republicans, are like Trump is my savior, drain the swamp, like all that kind of stuff. Where they literally pray to him? Like I've seen videos of them praying to him yeah like more or less yeah um but like everyone has this like not everyone but these people have this like belief that trump is going to um you know gonna like save everyone from this like corruption and the government and all this stuff and uh now it's kind of like what people are saying on this like side of the media is uh that trump is actually the pied piper is what they're calling him and so he's been picked as the guy who's like they're they're gonna like make him um be president and like dupe everyone and then he's actually working with the very people everyone doesn't want doesn't think he's working with like like this is like the illuminati crap you know this is not like you know so it's just funny like how i'm like my gosh the paranoia never ends and i'm like it doesn't really matter like we're effed either way like it doesn't really matter so but it's just kind of funny when uh (laughs) yeah i hear that that's interesting to that like it's being put into an eye like that i guess it's not really part of the topic but i think a lot of similarities can be drawn a lot of parallels which is weird yeah it's just um (laughs) people are crazy it doesn't really matter people are just nuts so i mean you're not wrong yeah 
definitely. People uh, people are definitely crazy nowadays. You know, everybody talks about, I, I've heard this a lot. They're like, why the fuck is everybody acting crazy now? Like, what the hell happened? And I'm just like, people have always been crazy yeah, throughout history. It's just history. easier to put that persona out into the world yeah. now, you know? It, well, because we have freaking social media and yeah. we got the yeah. internet, like, Life before yeah. the internet was really just like hard to really communicate a lot of stuff. Like you had newspapers, you had television. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you go back further, like uh, we were talking about H.H. Um, H. Holmes and how he just went from one place to another and mm-hmm. was able to just change his name and be somebody else. Like back then you could get away with so much more than you can like today because everything's just digital. You can get anything you want whether it's true or not, at, like, the push of a button. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, dude. It's insane. I mean, like, I don't know. And a lot of people have a lot of strong opinions, too, on a lot of different topics, mm-hmm. which, I mean, it's whatever. Like, we all have our opinions. Um, Hitler had a lot of opinions, mm-hmm. as we talked about last time. Yeah. Um, you know what they say about opinions? Everybody's got one, and they all stink. Like, <laughs> They're all poopy. Exactly. They all Especially suck. ours. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. no. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's... Uh, so, sorry, where was I? Okay. Um, yeah. Let me explain to you why the invasion of France was so important in Hitler's, like, decision to invade the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. So, September 3rd, 1939... It was two days after the invasion of Poland, and that was, again, that was a joint uh, operation, Nazi Germany and Soviet Russia, and this was after they they uh, um, had done their non-aggression pact. Yeah. They invade France, or sorry, Poland, and then France and Britain both declare war on Nazi Germany. Yeah. Um, and so this is really where the idea of Operation Barbarossa came to fruition was because after France was taken over, mm-hmm. uh, Nazi Germany d- needed more, like, supplies, really. Yeah. So Because they're fighting a war on a bunch of fronts, essentially, right? Yeah. And so Hitler, at this point, thinks to himself, what a better way <laughs> to get more supplies than to go into Soviet Russia with the, we, with the country that I made a pact with, Yeah. attack their main cities, and stop their 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 own like distribution of supplies to their armies mm-hmm. um then so it's it just like doesn't really make sense in my opinion it was it was almost like um hitler was was like too conceited in himself and the ability of the german armies you know what he really needed in this time before he made like any of these decision Post-nut clarity. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. He needed some serious <laughs> post-nut clarity. Oh, like, yeah, he needed that post-nut. <laughs> like, I bet you that's what it was. He just had all of this, like, rage built in, and he just didn't, like, really, like release it at all. He was just like, oh, yeah. Imagine if he could have got a hooker. He would have saved millions of lives. Damn. <laughs> probably, dude. Like, he probably should have gotten a few hookers. But maybe he did because, you know, rumor sure has it he, he had did. syphilis. I'm sure he did. I can't imagine he didn't. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so he thought it was a great idea and they end up invading Soviet Russia. That's the stupidest thing he could have done. Which is crazy, dude. See, this is the thing is, again, Adolf Hitler was a very like 
he was very conceited and he thought he like knew best. Yeah. And so, and you'll learn about this a lot, but he started to fire a lot of his like generals, a lot of his like right hand people because he thought he was smarter than them than them. He thought that he would be able to come up with a better attack plan than they would. Um, but instead of listening to him, he fires them. Cause they say, even if there was, he put in like this rule that if anybody even thought about or said like retreat, you would get, uh, um, you would get, uh, uh, murdered or not murdered. You'd just be put to the death. Right. And so that was kind of like his, again, it just kind of shows how aggressive he is of an appear of a person to be so like conceited about his decisions, you know? Um, and so, yeah, that's really what came to came or made him believe that he could invade Russia. And so yeah. they do it on three fronts. And in the beginning, Germany, like Nazi Germany was actually doing really, really well. Yeah. <laughs> they started to really uh, uh, put a lot of pressure on the Soviet Union and it started to cause a lot of issues because obviously um, Stalin like was completely quote unquote blindsided by his decision. Yeah. So it, it was said that Stalin did get a lot of um, warning that Hitler was going to attack. Yeah. But he refused to believe it for whatever reason. Um, and I don't, I don't really, there's not like a solidified thing because it was just like he had this, uh, apparently there was this very good informant that was, um, for, for that was a f informant for Soviet Union, and yeah. he told Stalin multiple times, saying, "Hitler, there's like solidified evidence that he's going to try to attack us." And he's like, "Nah, like don't trust or trust me, he's not going to attack. Like he needs us because in the beginning he he wanted to gain access to Soviet the Soviet Union's like military bases, right? And so he did his best to try and." Um, make that happen for him because he wanted to like get Germany's forces to the point where he could start putting Soviet Union to the side. Right. Yeah. And eventually he did, you know, go ahead. I mean, like dude was not thinking at all when he made any decisions. Like I just don't understand. He Hitler literally just got in his own way. When he fired all these people and when he, yeah, he went did. full um, crazy, uh -huh. he just, like, he got in his own way. Like, one thing that you can do, like, Socrates, he talks about this. He says that um, in one of his, I can't remember which one it is. It might be the defense of Socrates. But in there, he talks about how he knows he is wise because he knows he knows nothing. Right. And he says Ooh. that's how he figures out, like, other people how that claim to be wise that aren't actually wise because he'll go back and forth with them and poke holes in everything. Mm -hmm. But it's the same thing with, like, Hitler. If he just admitted, like, hey, I don't know everything, mm -hmm. that would have made him a lot smarter and he could have surrounded himself with, I surrounded myself with a lot of smart people, <laughs> the best people. The best people. Absolutely amazing people. My lawyer, <laughs> she's amazing. She's super sexy. <laughs> she turns on all the jurors. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Like, if he could have uh, just accepted that he didn't know everything, he probably could have he, he could have done better. And, you know, um, I say that 
but and it's like scary. Like mm. if Hitler didn't get in his own way, like that would be scary. Like dude, if, we could be in a completely different world. Without completely Jews. different world. Without we could be in we literally could be surrounded by Nazis everywhere. Yeah. Because it the the big thing here to know is if Germany, if Nazi Germany was able to actually take over the Soviet Union, gain access to the main places, which would have been Moscow and uh, Leinkard. Sorry if I butchered that name, but um, those were the main places where there were supplies. There was oil. There was ammunition. There was clothing. Everything was there. And if Nazi Germany was able to make it into the heart of Russia and retrieve those supplies and start sending it out to their troops uh, on the further edges of the um, attack— that the war could have gone very different. Like we literally could be here in like Nazi America. I know that sounds so far fetched to think about, but it is, it is kind of crazy. The things that had to come into play and especially Hitler's um, arrogance Mm -hmm. to make him lose the war. I think in the beginning stages of his life, and we spoke about this the last episode is that, he was so efficient in getting into power that it almost made him seem like surreal. It was like, dude, this guy's like a genius. How did he get up to power so quick? Yeah. But then you start looking at his war tactics and all the weird shit that he did, which was probably part in, in fact to do with like the the meth and all the shit he was on. Yeah. You know, it didn't make him it, it probably made him think completely skewampus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's very interesting the world, like to think about the world we could be in if he would have just listened to his generals and stuff. It's weird. It's crazy. Um, but you know, call me star spangled stupid, but like <laughs> star spangled stupid. <laughs> I, I still like even if he took Russia, I don't think he would have won the war just because uh-huh. USA, baby, <laughs> USA, USA. <laughs> well, dude, no, but that's the thing. That's the tricky thing is that that. During that time is when um, the he was attacking Britain yeah. and they started losing a lot of supplies, so they had to they had to retreat essentially, yeah, um, because they didn't have enough like I mean supplies to continue on with the war. That's the yeah. issue. And so, um, if he would have gotten that, let's just say in the world that he does, he is able to take over Moscow. Yeah, he gets those supplies. What happens to Britain then? They were buying stuff from the USA, baby. <laughs> Until we got into the war, mm-hmm. we were actually selling. I think we were selling to both sides. That's true. Yeah, we were. <laughs> we were selling to both sides, but like they were buying a lot from us. Um, it wasn't until we got into the war to where uh, things kind of like turned, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think it was actually really, I don't know. I think, and this is the globalist in me, I guess. I'm not really a globalist. Like, I don't think we should meddle in other countries' things. But, like, when Germany started doing a lot of this invading Poland, like, that should have rose, like, a red flag in the United States. And then Mm. when they invaded France, who is one of our allies, that should have, like, sounded the alarm to where we got to be like, okay, guys, like, we need to go in. And, Mm -hmm. like, this is not going to end here. Like, Mm -hmm. this, and, you know, there's this pact with Russia. You have this pact with, um Italy mm-hmm. and you got Japan and you have all these people who are in this like pact with Germany like yeah you got to be a little scared now right and you know we were 
just kind of not paying attention. I mean, we were dealing with our own stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, and during this time though, that's another thing too. I think that just it's a, a foreign threat. Yeah, just kind of get to echo what you were saying. Um, America at this time, it was right after World War One. Yeah, and so the mindset through the United States was we want to be almost like pacifists. Yeah. You know, we don't want to deal with another war, especially a world war. And so, again, that's why we tried to keep out of it for so long. Um, And another thing that I wanted to mention too, and you mentioned France, was he was, I mean, him and Benito Mussolini, they were tight, bro, but not really, actually. They like hated each other. So, and that's another, (laughs) that's an interesting thing is that he made this pact with France, or sorry, Italy, because he needed another ally right yeah. you have you're fighting a fr- uh, war on three fronts at this point yeah you know you got your you got um like egypt down to the to below them essentially and then to the left you got britain and now you've got soviet union yeah you know and so he needs to make another ally and he chooses one of the most insane like volatile people to make an ally with benito mussolini like the dude is crazy, bro. Match made in heaven. Both yeah, of those match two. made in heaven. There was a <laughs> there was a story that I read. They um they came they went into a meeting and they like were arguing so much that people outside could hear them yelling and like pounding their fists on the table, just going ape oh at each gosh. other. I could just imagine like Hitler's are like nine 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 speaking the Deutsch nine. <laughs> Do they have translators? Like, <laughs> like the translators are just like going between them and like fighting. The translators themselves are like getting in a physical fight, just translating what Mussolini and Hitler are saying to each other. They're just got like oh, man, Mussolini so like laughing and yelling, like you know one of those manic laughs where like somebody's about to end your life type. Yeah, yeah. like almost like a Patrick Bateman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's just like doing one of those laughs, and then he's just like. I shot the eo de puta. What? The- <laughs> that's like Spanish, but like, yeah, I don't speak Italian. So. <laughs> speak Italian. That's I, that's the best I, I can Italian. do. Um, Alfredo, Alfredo, spaghetti. You want some Alfredo spaghetti? Um. So yeah, the uh, the <laughs> Operation Barbosa began June twenty second of nineteen forty one. And again, just to, to emphasize, the Soviet Union was technically caught by surprise by all of this yeah. because Stalin did not want to prepare any of the troops for any of it because they didn't see it as a potential issue. Yeah. Um, but uh, Hitler wanted to enact or utilize the same maneuvers that he used when he took over Poland, which blitzkrieg so they call it the pincer yeah essentially what happened was he again he started from three different sides and the the german troops just tried to encroach and almost like cut russia off or soviet union off from the rest of the world so they're circling them and they're trying to get to the middle section where it's moscow yeah um and and during this time they're having great success like i had mentioned before and so hitler's like okay this is gonna go by super quick i'm gonna be able to get my hand on russia and control it asap Mm -hmm. so i'm not worried about it so he keep he tells everybody to continue on and do what they're doing yeah and 
this is where a lot of like the funny stories or like the famous stories about like yeah. it's so cold in Russia. Like you don't in Russia, you don't attack Russia attacks you or like that yeah. crap. You know, like um so what ends up happening, and I'm sure you guys can guess, is the winter weeks come, the winter months come, and then the uh, temperatures start to change. And this is really where the tide changes for Russia and where the tide changes for the worse for Germany. Yeah. Because, again, Hitler was so convinced that he knew what, how to do it. He knew that he was going to be able to get it right. Um, that he didn't send out any new supplies to the German soldiers, especially new clothes for the winter months. Because yeah. he said, well, we're in the summer now. Again, this was in September. Well, technically summer. Uh, we're in the fall days now. Mm-hmm. Um, we should be able to get them over within a few weeks. Yeah. Do you guys want to know how long this actually took? I'm going to guess 12 weeks. No. Six months. Six months. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Oof. No. It was about oh, 900 days. 900 days. Yeah, so a little over three, four years. Three years? Three years. Four yeah, years, three years. yeah. So Holy it, almost, it took almost three years. So because keep in mind, he started this. Um, he started to invade Russia in 1941. And then the war... <laughs> ended in 1944 so this pretty much took him to the end of the war oh my gosh yeah it's great or sorry 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 not 1942 he started in 1941 wait did i say that already yeah okay yeah, yeah. 1941 yeah. Yeah. um so yeah it's pretty crazy it goes until 1943 and again he was just so ignorant to the whole thing that he thought he was going to be able to complete it. So winter months come and Dwight, you ignorant slut. (laughs) Hitler, (laughs) you ignorant slut. (laughs) Do you Um, think he, I almost think that Hitler would have actually like had world domination. Had he just not gone against Russia, had he used them as an ally mm -hmm. and then gone against the rest of the world with them. Like, cause they're right there pretty close to, great britain and then like i mean the u.s still would have been a wild card because of like nuclear bombs and all that kind of stuff but you know because it could have been like instead u.s is like how about instead of dropping two bombs we drop 200 and just wipe them all off the face of the map um but i don't know i definitely was a blunder control z control z control z (laughs) Um, So, yeah, no, the fact yeah. what you said, and we mentioned it a little bit earlier, is honestly, it, it's very weird to think of a world where that could be a potential thing. Because it's, again, it's just his arrogance and his ego that got in the way. Because yeah. he also got super bent on trying to take over Stalingrad. Yeah. And do you want to know his reason behind it? And this, is, this isn't like 100% sure or 100% fact. This is what people think is the reason. But he was so bent on trying to take over Stalingrad was because it was named after Stalin. And he was like, what's going to hurt Soviet Russia more is if I take this city named after their leader and it's going to be huge, like, morale destroyer for them. Um, I don't think that was true, but... 
Well, well, and bring up your, I mean, whatever. Like if you someone think is- took Mar-a-Lago, like I wouldn't be like, oh my god, like yeah, the war is over. Like Trump lost Mar-a-Lago. Like <laughs> I would, I wouldn't give two shits. Yeah, I wouldn't give two shits at hand. Yeah, but. But also, Brennan, like, um, I, I, what I was going to say is, like, um, like the U.S. is not super united at the moment. But I yeah. feel like if someone was to attack the U.S. on our own soil, especially if it wasn't Mar-a-Lago first, like, say they attacked um, either California or New York since they're on coasts and yeah. they invaded and it was like nine. I mean, because nine eleven united the whole country so much. And then yeah. they take Mar-a-Lago, and and especially during the time that Trump was president, I yeah. think we'd be like, oh hell no! Nah. Like like I think it would be a little bit different when the country is more unified versus like right now. Like we'd be even pissed. if they took DC, I think we'd be like, well that sucks, but I mean we'll find someone else to run the country. I guess the other guy wasn't doing a great job anyways. So it's like you know I I don't know. But politicians are a dime a dozen. We got this, USA baby. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> throw another one up there. They're just puppets, anyways. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so another thing to to note, though, with what you're saying, because I totally I get what your like thought process is, right? Yeah. But one important thing is that in Russia during this time, yeah, a lot of the Russian people were taking up arms, like they were fighting the war for Russia or Soviet Union. Sorry, yeah. I keep saying um, uh, Russia, but. The a lot of the people in the Soviet Union where they would destroy their homes, destroy any like food supplies that they had in their homes. Yeah, and I, there's a there's a certain um, name that they called it. I don't remember exactly what it was, um, but they would burn down everything. And this was to slow down the German armies so they didn't have a place to lodge. Yeah, they didn't have any supplies, as well as the people would fight, and that's part and why the um Stalingrad and Moscow both yeah. were not taken by the German the Nazi Nazi Germany in their troops yeah was because of the people and so uh Hitler's thought was well if I can take over Stalingrad then it's gonna make the people feel like ah shit like we're done for you know one of yeah. our strongest cities is gone now um and that's another interesting thing too is that Stalin made a big deal about making sure to stay in Soviet in the Soviet Union was he would still make appearances outside. He would still like hold events and stuff. He even held like a, a big. Um, He's uh, like fucking Trump, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he was just like he just held a big fat middle finger to the German troops. Yeah, like crazy, dude. The guy had I'm some here, come cojones, get me. bro. I'm here. Come get me. Yeah, seriously though, he does like I you know I'll do this sometimes like, um, <laughs> when I challenge somebody on something, one thing I'll like say to them, I'll like look him in the the eye and I'll be like, blink, bitch, like. <laughs> such a mess (laughs) blink bitch like (laughs) do you say the words blink bitch yeah i think if if someone said that to me when i was arguing with them i think i'd punch them right in the mouth i don't think i'd even hesitate i'd be like you son of a bitch but i also it's a pretty aggressive like it's a dick move but like in the moment it shuts people down pretty quick oh i'm sure um because like they're already quiet and you don't know they're getting like angry and then like you just challenging me just like blink bitch like what are you gonna do it's like i know you are but what am i kinda but like that's basically what stalin was doing he was like hey hitler blink bitch i'm right here (laughs) (laughs) so like yeah i definitely get that i'm just something that like really gets me is like i think 
Germany could have taken Russia and they could have like had their power and everything. And the USA would have still won, like still won the war. Like Mm -hmm. that's a hill I'll die on because there's nothing better that the United States exports than war. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, our country was founded on war. That's exactly what Hitler tried to do, right? Yeah. We had so many ships out on the ocean with supplies, with war supplies. And so he said, F them. I'm going to bomb those fools. Yeah. You know, like that was another, again, just another arrogant thing to do by him. Like he was just stupid. But I, I do like see where you're coming from. I totally get that. I mean, the U S like we spend so much money on our budgets. Like we have some of like, even in world war one, like Mm -hmm. we had some of the best tech out there. Mm -hmm. Like we always like innovate and, our industrial process, like when it's wartime, America comes together, kind of like what you're saying about 9-11. But America comes together and they get into manufacturing and they go and they do all this shit. Like we can, like even women during World War II, like yeah. they got jobs in the factories and you right. have like, I don't know if this was World War One or World War Two, but you have Rosie the Riveter, like the poster with the- I, That was, I believe that was World War Two. You have her like encouraging women to go out there and work like your men are fighting. Now let's do our job at home as American citizens. And like we can build stuff quickly and just get war stuff out there. Like if there's something good like about America, it's like we can do war. Like, I mean, we still have some of the best tech in the world. Like there's a reason why most countries don't fuck with us. Yeah. It's because we have like the biggest dick on the block. (laughs) Drone strike, bitch. Exactly. Well, Barack Obama liked to do some drone strikes in Afghanistan and Iraq. Like he was really yeah. good at those. Yeah. Oh, there's like these jokes he, on. He's just on flying YouTube. a drone himself. He doesn't even have anyone do it. For real, he's just chilling in the war room. No. Like, let's go bomb some children. Like, yeah. <laughs> you think you can hide? You can't hide. Like little kids. Oh, that sounds like Barack Obama. <laughs> I'm uh, here to let you know that uh, I just bombed some children. Yeah. Oh me. my gosh. President Barack Obama. So effed. Look at my husband, Michael. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and she hates your fat children. She does. And uh, we're going to ruin your school lunches because fuck no you. No more burgers for you. You fat ass. Dude, children. do you remember? Do you remember in uh, junior high when they changed everything to like healthy shit in the vending machines? That sucked so bad. And then all the they, I got gummy worms, and they're just like we called them boners because they're hard as rock because they weren't like they like fake gummy worms. I do not remember that. I don't either. But like, really, God, that's insane. I had no idea. But like, I remember that, and I was like, where am I gonna get a goddamn Snickers now in the middle between like dealing with wood shop and English? Like, yeah, being trying to avoid Mister Moody's hands. I know. <laughs> I was trying to avoid his name because I was like, there's a lot to go into with that man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of- yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Do you guys remember when we'd uh, stick the sweaters into the vending machine? No. Because So the way that the, the vending machine worked was you would make your selection. It'd go pick up the selection. It was like one of those automated ones. Oh, And then yeah. it'd throw it into that canister and then a small door would open. But if you pried it just a little bit, you could open the the door that would slide uh, open for you to get your shit. And then there was a small little sensor at the bottom that would tell the system, hey, their stuff was delivered. Yeah. And so what you would do is you open that before you order anything and you shove like 
a shirt in there. Yeah. So it doesn't uh, see anything change. Yeah. <laughs> and so then you make your selection. You get your free drink because then it. The thing is that you would do. I'm just like outing myself for just like. It's stealing. okay. I'm sure there's like statue. <laughs> you thief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a thief. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so you do all this stuff to make it uh, free because once you order it, you drop your food in, and the system doesn't realize that you've actually gotten your stuff. It thinks yeah. you haven't, and so it refunds you your money. <laughs> it was awesome. Just like do it over and over again. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah I, would I do respect it. that. I would do it in between classes. It's like alchemy. Bathroom. <laughs> yeah because you could do it quick if you had like a dollar fifty on you and you yeah. just go shove like a like anything in there I, and you don't want it to close because sometimes it'd get jammed so yeah if you put something small anyway this is really off tangent um no it's fine i digress but <laughs> no 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 like um it all ties back into kind of what we were talking about earlier about you know supplies USA and supplies and just yeah. like manufacturing it's it's crazy like yeah the job i have now i manufacture stuff mm -hmm. and like it's amazing what one person can get out in one day right. like one 10 hour shift the amount of stuff like you can get out into the world is it's crazy dude and that's not even considering like automation at that point oh yeah you know and obviously now automation has been increased substantially from world war one or sorry from world war two till now but when there's a pressing issue and people need to evolve or create i think that's when creation happens the most i mean yeah and we're going to discuss this there's going to be probably just one single long episode regarding the manhattan project because it is insane the yeah. the the amount of infrastructure that had to go in the brains the product the supply that had to go in to do what the manhattan project did yeah. is absolutely insane it is insane and so to be to think back and say oh well look at the manhattan project mm -hmm. and then to to try and compare like or not to compare but then to apply that just what uh not a small group of people but not as large as a big group of people trying to prevent a war yeah um we're able to do you upscale that to a whole entire military a whole entire country it's insane oh it's, it's crazy insane it's what absolutely we can do. nuts yeah so yeah anyway so to again to go along with what you're saying is and parker what you had said was like if germany would have been able to get to those supplies i think the world would be so different again i, I know we said that already but it's just crazy because again the amount of stuff that came into play for them to lose was like so lucky yeah. and is so we owe a lot of it to hitler <laughs> yeah know? so again winter it's like byu like when byu loses they don't say that they lost they're just like we beat ourselves BYU, yeah where yeah the girls exactly are girls and the boys are too yeah <laughs> knit one pearl okay. two byu yoohoo okay okay <laughs> let me tell you just a little tangent here just a small one. Let's hear it. This is interesting about BYU. You guys would not believe how many closeted gay kids there are in BYU. There's a lot, actually. There of is course. Yeah. If you pull out Grinder and you're near BYU, like, you're no like, shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, you know, I just, I know Daddy that DL, like, <laughs> all this stuff. I know there's a lot of, like, students there that, obviously, especially, like, a few years back when all that stuff came out with, yeah. like, that they didn't support gays and stuff. Like there was a lot of students that came out 
during that time, I think. Yeah. And it was almost like a they almost co- coerced them into doing it. Do you remember yeah. that? Oh, I remember. For that sure. was yeah. so crazy. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just, I thought from that there was still a lot of uh, students there that were. But that's interesting that because I guess you have the church. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, bring them young and bring them often. That's whack. Okay, so the yeah winter comes. Sorry, I've said that sentence like fifteen times now, but we just keep going on these <laughs> wonderful tangents. But they just relate. That's all. Yeah, they do relate. So it was said that temperatures got down to minus forty five degrees Dang. Celsius, which is crazy. Um, the other issue with it being so cold was a lot of their ammunition. So like for their tanks and whatnot, yeah, they needed, um, excuse me, they needed uh, lubricant yeah. for it to go through, like the artillery to go through uh, um, the tanks, like, uh, what's the thing? Like their barrel. Yeah. That's what, that's what I was looking for. Sh- so oh, yeah. they needed, sorry, go ahead, Parker. Well, I was going to guess what you were saying, but then I was totally wrong anyway, so it wasn't nothing. (laughs) That's all right. Sorry. So, yeah, they needed lubricant on the artillery shells to go through the barrel. Otherwise, they couldn't fire them. Or they would try and fire them, and they would catastrophically, like, destroy that tank. Yeah. Just blow up everything. Seriously. And so this was a big issue because they didn't prep for any winter season. And so none of this, none of the shells that are trying to come out of these tanks are working. A lot of their machinery is just not built to withstand this much cold. And so they're just breaking down. Yeah. And so a lot of the German troops actually were got used to to lighting fires underneath their trucks and stuff. Yeah. To get them to start because everything would just freeze. Dang. And so, but then this caused two issues. It caused potential for explosion yeah. due to uh, some sort of ignition of any uh, flammable uh, liquids or gases, whatever. And it also, if you're trying to stay covert, it essentially you're like doing like a, Hey, I'm right here. Shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> and so a lot of these troops would uh, light their fires to stay warm, first of all, and to warm up their uh, supplies and stuff. And they would get, they would die from self-inflicted explosion or yeah. they would get killed by the uh, Russian, the Soviet Union, the troops that were there. And so how did they not die from like exposure and stuff? They did. Now, and that's what I was going to hop into next is a lot of them started to, a lot of them started to die from exposure. It just got too cold at night. And because Hitler was so arrogant and he didn't send out any supplies for the winter, a lot of his troops started dying because they were too cold. They couldn't hang. They didn't have food. They didn't have any warm clothes. They didn't yeah. have places to stay. Again, keep in mind, every time that they're moving forward, the German troops, the citizens of the Soviet Union are burning down their homes. They're yeah. burning their clothing, their their beds, yeah. their pillows, whatever it might be. And it was making it really difficult for the German troops to continue to proceed forward without getting this very crucial line of supplies they yeah. needed. You know, and so it was almost again like they beat the war or they they lost the war due to themselves. Yeah. Or not due to themselves, but due to Hitler's decisions. And instead of just focusing on one single area, let's just say mm-hmm. he redirected all of his troops to go to uh Stalingrad, yeah. right? 
then he would have been able to focus on that one small thing and then get the supplies he needed. Yeah. Then that can be distributed to the rest of whatever else he's at, yeah. you know, and then we could see a completely different world right now. In all honesty, you know what Hitler really needed? Post-note clarity. I mean, he needed that, <laughs> but kidding. he really needed, like in all seriousness, he needed a Dick Cheney. A Dick Cheney, yeah. Well, he did have Dick Cheney's, that's the thing. And then he fired him. He needed like <laughs> the Dick Cheney, like the shadow government Dick Cheney, where he's like working behind the scenes. Like George Bush is like the president, but you got Dick <laughs> Cheney who's really the president. He's like, <laughs> and he's running all this. Hitler's ego was way too big for that. <laughs> True. He wouldn't have, he would have never let somebody do that. He needed a Dick Cheney. Think of well, you know what? Let's go into this just a little bit more. Let's take it a little notch deeper here. Throw on our, our tinfoil hats for a second. Because Mine was hear on. Me out. Dick Cheney, <laughs> Dick Cheney helped use the magical ritual of 9-11, mm-hmm. him and George Bush. Mm-hmm. allegedly, to bring about the New World Order. Okay. Now, Hitler, he was into some magic practices too, allegedly. So if Hitler had somebody like Dick Cheney there to help him with his magic mm-hmm. and to help him bring about the New World Order earlier, you know, maybe maybe Hitler could have been more successful, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe he just needed that that magic. He just needed that magic. <laughs> that magic penguin. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah. And again, like the, the cold really started it for him and them losing the battle for the Soviet union. Yeah. And again, another, like, just to echo what I had said earlier, there was so much internal conflict between Hitler and his higher commanders because they didn't agree at all with what he was doing. There was a lot of a lot of the front line was like this is useless you know we're going to lose this regardless of whatever the hell happens yeah you know and so a lot of these commanders were either being killed or quitting or just stepping down or fleeing yeah uh, because they didn't want to be part of like the really horrible decision making yeah. and this obviously caused a ton of issues for hitler because then he starts losing the the like trust of his troops yeah right? oh another thing too is hitler appointed himself like commander-in-chief over right. everything he fired all of his generals right and he decided i'm gonna make all the decisions for um the german army yeah and so he starts losing the the like one of the main things that he had in the beginning over the people of germany yeah. right was the his charisma his like exactly his political kind of thoughts of being able to make people just like love him you know right he starts losing that and that in turn makes hitler start acting very erratic yeah right and it starts to make him do really stupid shit again because now um, his ego's damaged because right. people don't like exactly. him. He's like, oh my God, people don't like me. And narcissists can't handle that. Mm-hmm. Narcissists, like, they need people to like them and they need people to, like, accept them. But, mm-hmm. like, at the same time, they don't give a fuck about you. They give all the fucks about themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, like, a huge part of it. And Hitler was a huge narcissist. And what Hitler needed to do is he needed to stay in his lane. Hitler is really good at 
riling the people up in getting this nationalist feeling going in Germany to where they're like, yes, we can do this. We got this. Germany number one. Woo, right. woo. Mm-hmm. They forgot about America. <laughs> just kidding. Well, but, no, and that's another big thing too. And we can hit on that in just a minute. But when America joined, that's like really what shifted all the power. Yeah. So, but anyway, continue. But um, yeah, he was really good at that. Like he was very charismatic and he was a leader to the people. Like he was somebody who they revered. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if he's stuck in his lane of just doing that kind of shit and let the generals do their kind of shit, yeah, he would have been so much better off. And, you know, he would have had so much more support. And, and you know, this brings me up. I just want your guys' opinion real quick. Yeah. Who do you think the most successful world leader has been? Like, overall? Take Ooh. a guess, because I think... Gandhi, dude. You think Gandhi? Mm-hmm. Or not, uh, uh, not Gandhi. What am I saying? Um, freak, what's his name? Muhammad. Oh, crap. Why did you say Muhammad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Uh, I'm just trying to guess who you're saying. <laughs> I have a really bad habit of, like, trying to fill in people's words for them. <laughs> oh, no, you're totally good. I, uh... Well, who do you think? And then I'll bring up who I'm The thinking. person um, who I think you could make a... Oh, go, Parker. Well, what? so yeah, clarify the question. So you're saying the, the person who has made the most change for the better, is that what you said? No, not even for the better. The person who has had, I guess, the who has been the most successful leader for a country. Like I success. I have, what's the determination or what determines the success though? Successful how? Um, as pulling out their political ideology. We'll like, say that. We'll say that. Getting what they want done. Yeah, getting what they want done, getting getting control of the country, getting what they want, basically. Like, I have a pretty strong argument for one of these people. Um, but I want to know what you guys in think. all of history. All of history. You can pick anybody. Um, I think Gandhi. I, I like. I I misspoke when I said Gandhi, but yeah. if you do think about it, like he, I mean, mind you, he wasn't an aggressive leader, but he was probably one of the greatest leaders of all time. Yeah, you know. But I are, are you thinking more aggressive? It could be anyway. Just a leader, somebody who, um, you know what? I'll just tell you my answer right now. My answer is Mao Zedong. Dude, that's who I was going to say. I just found him. Mao Literally. Zedong. I was going to say Mao Zedong. He Not kidding. He is the <laughs> best leader of all time, in my opinion. And I think it's pretty, pretty defendable. Like, you can mm-hmm. defend that because, mm-hmm. you know, he was a dictator. He had control of his country. He took it in the direction he wanted to of communism. Mm-hmm. Um, and even to this day, they have pictures of this man and they revere him as an amazing person and think that he's just great. And he did so much good for China, but he made China communist. He made it kind of very like strict lockdown. Mm -hmm. And out of all dictators from what I remember being taught in school, this could have changed and maybe they found more evidence, but he killed the most people. He was the biggest murderer. He killed so many people. Like in a lot of them were his own people. And yet his name is still revered in China. Like Mao Zedong is seen as this great guy. Like his so legacy. Just to give is you guys, a, just to give you an idea of the deaths and the the like killings that he made, it was estimated forty to eighty million victims. 
And I think it'd be interesting to compare that to like Hitler's. Yeah. So, and I would do, I do have. Because everybody says Hitler's like the worst person, but even Stalin killed more yeah, people. Yeah, Stalin than killed Hitler. more people. So I do have a breakdown. So Adolf Hitler was 17 million, Stalin was 23, and Mao Zedong, again, was upwards of 80. Isn't that crazy? But yet, the one who gets the most hate in history is Hitler. Yeah, I think, well, I think it's probably mainly because it was so highly directed toward a certain group of people. Well, Mao Zedong, too. He, like, there's a specific... Who did Mao Zedong hate? Um, His own people. Yeah, his own people, but, like, I think they're called, like, the Jaegers or something like that. Um, I'd have to pull it up, or the the Jaegers. Like, there's this different branch of kind of, I guess, ethnicity of people there in China. I don't know a lot on it, but even to this it day— It probably goes still- back to, like, tribal, even, like, back when, yeah. you know, there wasn't a country and it was, like, tribes more. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like, they're still persecuted to this day, like, this group of people. Um, and yeah, it's, it's crazy. And, you know, Hitler, I think it's, it really is because it's what they say. The victors write the history books. Um, yeah. And Mao Zedong, he won. He was a winner. Stalin was a winner. Like these guys, they won. They were able to control the narrative. Mm -hmm. Like if they lost power, um, or were taken over by another country, like they probably, like a lot of this stuff probably would have come to light. But it's interesting because it didn't. Um, and we have these past leaders who have massacred more than Hitler, but yet they are not seen as bad as Hitler. Like, they're mm. less bad, I guess. That's a I terrible it, way to say it, but... No, I get what you're saying. It I makes me wonder, thing. like... Oh, sorry. No, 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 go. I was just going to say, it makes me wonder, like, what would... What's going to be said about our our day when we're dead? That's going to be complete yeah. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like like they're they're going to be like, yeah, the the country's just never been more together and all this stuff, and finally, you know, this and that. When it's like, like I don't know. Actually, I think I should quit saying that because I actually think the country's more unified than the media. I think the media wants us to feel like we're all separated and segregated. When reality, we all just want to mind our own business and be happy. Well, yeah, they yeah, want us to true. feel divided because that sells. Like, if you have an enemy, you want to, like, watch more about, like, who your enemy is. And you know what? There is yeah. one news person who drives me up a wall. She isn't a – she – Don't say it. I'm Don't trying. say it. <laughs> There's a word I want to use, but I can't use it. Um, Hey. She's, the whole, <laughs> bitch. she's like who is it worse than that. it's rachel maddow rachel like, mcadams i don't even like, know who rachel that is Mad- you don't know who she is she's the most raging liberal like she's got a hard on for the democratic party <laughs> like her boner for the democratic party is just oh, huge man. she's just like oh my god democrats and like here we go conservatives are stupid and this that and the other thing and all this shit but she's dude like she looks like a dude um i'm gonna come after this bitch because she's like I michael's sister so much oh my god but like sister no, from I, another mister she is one of the most dividing people in news media today yeah she's like the equivalent, she's like the equivalent of tucker carlson oh i hate that guy like so annoying. they're both <laughs> so extreme in their views 
and they both got hard-ons for like their own yeah. beliefs that like yeah they really want to start shit mm-hmm. like tucker carlson wants you to be all riled up and have these conservative values and think oh my god like my freedom's under attack and all this kind of bullshit um and then you have rachel maddow on the don't other side. you think your freedom's oh god, under attack though under attack right now <laughs> my abortion my homosexual marriages like they they go at these different no sides. that's not wait gun. that's not even fair to say though because that yeah, that's well okay i don't watch a lot of tucker carlson but i don't feel like most as most people even extremely republican people i don't feel like most of them even care about homosexuality at this point like i would consider myself pretty republican and i'm like do what you want like i i want everyone to be happy you know but i just I just I think it's more the the way that I feel like freedom's being attacked is that like you can't even say what you're thinking without worrying about pissing someone off and hurting someone's feelings. And I think it's bullshit. I think we all need to man up a little bit or woman yeah. up or whatever because it's bullshit that I can't say what I'm thinking or feeling or I'll get canceled. Like cancel yeah. culture is yeah. ridiculous. And and like, that's the way my freedom, I feel like is being taken. And then also the fact that we have these social media platforms that can take a, yeah, yeah. But like, it's, it's so ridiculous that we have these social media platforms, like it was Twitter or Facebook or whatever, that it's their job as owners, because they're a private business to decide what is news and what's not news and what's fake news and all that. And like, like, I think you should be able to say whatever you want on there and it never should get taken down. Unless it's yeah. like, like a video of someone getting murdered, because that's just obviously not good to have like expo- uh, tons of people exposed to. But like, yeah, like it, there should be almost no um, censorship, in my opinion. Like, but you know, I don't know. It just pisses me off how how um, everything is manipulated so much to where everyone is scared to just say what they're thinking i'm like i want to know what you're thinking just say it i don't you're not gonna hurt my feelings if you think i'm an asshole tell me i'm an asshole and we'll get over it but like yeah it's it's just bullshit to me that everyone is so scared of getting canceled it's also bullshit that we even have a cancel culture it's yeah uh, it just i mean you're getting me riled up because it just makes me mad but like i would say my views i like the entertainment side of the crazy right wing. Like I it's yeah. entertaining to me. I don't necessarily yeah. believe it all. You know what I mean? Like like it gives you something to think about, but at the end of the day, like I just do my thing and don't really like I just like whatever. I'm still just going to go to work tomorrow and do my thing, you know? Right. So but the but um anyways, but like I don't know. I I just feel like I can't even talk and I'm more of a I have probably pretty middle of the line views on most things. And I yeah. still am worried about getting canceled. You know, I mean, I think that every race is important. I think that, you know, I think that if you are gay or lesbian or whatever, like be with who you want to be. Like, those are what I sincerely believe. You know, like, I think abortion is like, you know, like abortion, I think has its place if I'm being honest, but you know, like, I don't, I don't know that I would do it, but I also think it has its place. Like I'm pretty middle of the road, you know? Yeah. And uh, I still am like worried I'm going to be canceled. But anyways, huge tangent. I just got riled up. But yeah, like, but it definitely shows the political divide that they're trying to make in this country. And I don't think we're all that like divided. It's just these two extremes here because you know it's it like you said it's entertaining. It gets mm-hmm. viewership. 
And so people will say some of the craziest ass shit out there. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's dangerous. I will say it is dangerous because freaking, we have a proclaimed communist in our American government right now. Like Mm -hmm. something that's not democratic friendly. Freaking AOC, dude. AOC, man, like she, or no, she's not a communist. She's a socialist. She's a socialist. My bad. AOC, you don't know Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? Before she was elected um, to office, this woman was a bartender. Like, she went from bartender to being, like, in the government, like the federal government. I believe she's a, uh, a what do you call it? Um, a, no, it's, uh, she's in the House. Um, oh, House she's a representative. representative House yeah, she's a, she's a House rep. She's not a senator. Uh. Um, yeah, but her and Elon Omar, however you pronounce her name, like, mm-hmm. um, and there's like, I think three other women and they were like known the gang of five or whatever. And mm-hmm. they have these really extremist views and you have people who are promoting that. And you even have on the right, somebody who drives me absolutely fucking crazy is um, freaking representative. Oh, he's from Florida. What's his name? Um, no. He's a he's a governor. This guy's a representative. Um, oh, Matt Gates. Oh my God! Somebody makes me want to drink every night. That man, I hate that man. Like he. Oh. Okay. So last like, thing, last thing about this whole thing. The reason why it took so long to get McCarthy fucking elected as Speaker of the House is because of this man. Like, and he didn't even vote for McCarthy in the end. He just abstained from the vote. Like, that was his whole thing. He's like, fine, I'll just abstain from the vote. And he just is in charge of, like, this entire crazy side of the party. And you know what he also did? He ousted Speaker McCarthy of the speakership with literally less than a year of, like, him being Speaker of the House. And it was his fault. Like, he put the government to a grinding halt. Like, for somebody who says they're so proud of their nation and they want to do what's best for America and they go out and they just slow down government and stop what's going on. Like what a fucking retard. I mean, what a fucking idiot. I'm not allowed to say the R word guys. God forbid. I'm so sorry. I think so. That was the last thing I wanted to say. <laughs> I think uh, really like edits what you guys are saying is, is obviously a tangent, but we can just bring it back to, essentially what Germany was at the time. Yeah. Right. Is like you just said, you have this leader that is supposed to propel the government forward yeah. and make like the country great once again, you know, and then he does the complete opposite at the be- or at the tail end of it. Right. Yeah. And really that's what happened, started happening here when he went over Soviet Russia, you know, and I think a lot of people during this time, especially when Germany started to, fall off uh like fighting the war in soviet in the soviet union yeah uh was when it really brought it home for a lot of the german people you yeah. know they started thinking to themselves like oh shit this uh this war is like gonna affect me now it's starting to affect me yeah because prior to this it was it was like you're just at home and you know your country yeah. is out at war you know but then they start to fall back on the lines, the front lines of Soviet Union, and they start to retreat from Britain and France at this time. Like, 
it starts to really affect you at home yeah. because then you start have to having to okay now now you need to go to work and start making clothes for these guys now you need to go send your kids off to start doing whatever you know yeah and so during the at this time you know i think it became a lot more real for a lot a lot more people in the the german like in germany yeah. you know prior to this again it was it was stated to be like the phony war and I think it was it was that way until the invasion of Poland for a lot of the rest of the world. But yeah. for, for the people of Germany, it was like, oh, it's just a war that we're involved in. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like us with Iraq, for instance. You know, yeah. it didn't really affect us so much at home. For some people, I'm sure it did affect them quite a bit. But for your average Joe, yeah, yeah we're getting like this. We're in this war, but we're not seeing it every day. Right. At least we're not noticing it every day. And I think that was the same for the germ, like the people of Germany at the time. Um, until they started to lose the war and that's when it started to really affect them there and i think that's really what started to lose a lot of the um following that hitler had during that time especially because all of his his uh commanders were like fired or killed you know yeah uh and so yeah i think that's pretty much like what i wanted to go over with operation barbarossa yeah um I know it was we we had a few tangents in there, but I think they definitely add to really like what goes on in the world as well as what has happened. Yeah. Uh, again, just to echo what Parker had said earlier about like you feel like you can't say anything, you can't like voice your opinion. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about one of the biggest tragedies that has ever happened about people trying to be themselves, trying to voice their opinions. I know, Rachel Maddow, huge tragedy. (laughs) Uh, um, But the Jewish people, they suffered greatly because they wanted to be their own person, right? Like, Imagine now if you were to be uh, persecuted for your beliefs, which we are, like uh, uh, Parker was saying earlier, um, we're getting persecuted for our beliefs, for wanting to like say or do what we think is right. Yeah. Right. And now in turn we're getting canceled for it. And that same thing happened back then. You know, like these people wanted to be themselves. They wanted to hold to what they believed to be true and they got shafted for it. Yeah. You know, it's just a, it's crazy that we uh we got into this or that we're like kind of referencing it. Obviously, we're not to the extent of what it was then. Yeah. And hopefully we never get to that point ever. But it's interesting to see the parallels that can be drawn from then to now. Even if it was just, it wasn't even, I guess it was quite a bit long or quite a long time ago now, but. Yeah. I mean, it's all just like interesting, like coming together, like, they say that um, if you don't, like, learn your history, you're doomed to repeat it over again. Yeah, and 100%. I feel like it's the same thing here. Like, just talking to you guys about World War II and going into more of the, like, social factors about it and kind of what was going on. Like, it definitely is a lot of eye-opening things. Like, we have somebody who's running for office mm-hmm. who wants to be president, again, of the United States who's been in like indicted on many charges. Um, now, whether or not he gets convicted of those is to be determined at this mm-hmm. time. But we have somebody who's doing this and there's people who are, he's, he's so charismatic and he's so good at what he does mm-hmm. um, that he's rose, like he's risen to power. He has this cult following. Like 
Right. It really is a cult because it has its own culture. Like right. a lot of people have forgotten that the word cult is yeah, driven. At its core, it is culture. Yeah. yeah, it's not like a cult. Like I think a, a cult has very. It's not its own word. Yeah. Yeah. Cult has very negative connotation to it. And so when you say like it's a cult, I mean, yes, the word cult can mean negative things, but yeah. at the same time, it also can describe a devout group of people. Exactly. You know? It has, I mean, people say Mormons are a cult. So, like, right. Yeah. And they are. <laughs> but, oh my God. Yeah. Um, but, but no, I, I totally get what you're yeah. saying. You know, you have this people individual. Pray to this man. Right. You have this individual that's convinced you that things will get better under their rule. Yeah. You know, again, it's just so odd. I know we continue to draw parallels or yeah. continue to bring this topic up, but it is just interesting to view these, these topics that happened again so long ago. Yeah. And you said it yourself, you know, you said it best and people have said it best before, you know, is that if you don't learn from your mistakes, you're bound to repeat them. Just yeah. Nuts. You know, hopefully we never get to that what's, point, but never know. What's kind of, <laughs> What's kind of crazy is that like, like, cause I'm a pretty, I'm, I'm kind of like getting over this whole thing of like the U S trying to be like the world's police and like, like messing with everyone. Like we've talked about it before, yeah. you know? And, uh, like what's funny though, is like in reference to world war two, had the U S not intervened, I'm not like, I feel like, you know, the U S I still don't think would have been, um, you know, uh overtaken by any other country like yeah. you know here in the actual u.s but i do think that you'd have way less countries over in you know in the eastern side of the world i think that they would have made a lot more a lot further and like more lasting change so it's like i don't know it kind of makes me rethink my perspective because i'm like pretty firm and like let's keep our dollars our tax dollars here and, and all that kind of stuff like let's let other countries worry about each other but then at the same time like imagine if there's only like three countries over on the other side of the world because hitler just took over that whole side with mussolini you know right for me like i i definitely agree like we shouldn't have to be the world's police force and we shouldn't be getting involved in other countries because we fucked up a lot of other countries by doing that mm -hmm. um i think though when it comes to World War II, where the Germans invaded Poland, and then they go and invade France, and then they go invade another country, and then they're making pacts with Italy, Japan, um, Russia. I mean, the Soviet Union wasn't our good friend at the time. I mean, they had different ideals. Like, the Soviet Union was living under communism. Like, there's... The ideals are different, but those things set off alarm bells. And I feel like those alarm bells should be a, like an awakening, just being like, hey, guys, things are getting really serious out there. Mm -hmm. There's this country who's unhinged right now, and they're going out there, and they're doing this thing. There's this super PAC, and they're just attacking our allies. They're attacking people that we're friends with, and we're just going to sit by and like watch it happen. It's like, no, we should be a little bit more involved. We should be like these again these alarm bells and i think i'm hoping we didn't learn in world war one or world war two if there's ever god forbid there'd be a world war three but if there is i hope that we're not the ones who are gonna do it again where we just pussyfoot we just pussyfoot out of it where we're just like no not like right now but maybe like later and it takes some big thing to happen like 
Great Britain falls or mm-hmm. some other country falls to where um, we step in. And right now we have Russia and Ukraine and we have um, Israel and um, what is it? Israel and is it Gaza? Is that who they're fighting? Oh, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, Israel and this other country, like those are like their disputes. Let's not get involved. Let's let them do their own disputes. I know that's not very popular because a lot of people want to help in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are exactly we stay out of that. But let's say we don't just have Russia getting um, invading Ukraine. I mean, I guess we should also be cognizant because Belarus is also um, involved in this war. And that's a pact with Russia. Like, there's people who are in a pact with Russia with this, but they're not all necessarily supporting this whole taking over things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like we we should butt out of it because right now it is the Russia-Ukraine war. Um, Belarus is supporting Russia, but it hasn't gotten to the point to where Russia's like, okay, we're going to go into um, Uzbekistan or Kazakhstan, mm. or we're going to invade India. Like, they're not trying to do this whole globalization thing, like if they start attacking more countries, like, yeah, that should raise alarm bells, especially because they have that pack there. It's almost like, oh, this is happening again. And maybe we need to step in and be like, yo, guys, this has to stop. These mm. countries are their own independent things. You got to stop right now. And like, that's how I feel. I don't think we should be sending troops into Ukraine right now. I don't feel like we should be spending as much money as some people would like to in the war of Ukraine. Um, The only thing that would change my mind is if Ukraine was already a member of NATO. Because I do believe NATO, that pact right there, um, which was actually created kind of to stop Soviet Russia and communism, um, it would definitely change things. Because you know, Putin and a lot of people, not people, but like Putin's trying to do a lot of this, taking back what was once part of Russia or once part of the Soviet Union. And so he's trying to reclaim these things, but these these places have declared themselves as independent. These people don't want to go back to Russia. And if they're members of NATO, I think we have a duty to kind of protect our allies' independence because we didn't protect the independence of France in World War II, and look what happened to them. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't stick with our allies. Like, if we have allies and, you know, we scratch their back, they scratch ours, I think that that's a pretty good deal. Like, I mean, now here's the issues. Now, we spend a fuck ton of money in NATO. We contribute more than any other country. Like, the United States spends a lot, and I think other countries need to contribute more. But I feel like Packs like that are necessary to keep other countries in check, to keep people in check, to not do kind of like what Hitler said, or not said, but what Hitler did. Um, and, you know, I'm, I know I'm talking big game about NATO and this kind of shit and countries spending more. Uh, I also feel the same way that we should leave the UN. So it's like, take some, leave some. Same. It's, it's your choice. But um, do you kind of get what I'm putting down? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think you're uh I think you're right on like that I mean that's how I feel cuz it's like I don't want to say 
like f the world and we don't care like because people are people and i believe that like you know i care about other people's lives even if i don't know them even if they live in other countries like i don't want people to just be dying you know yeah and and so if if the u if people are dying because the u.s refuses to intervene whatsoever and they're getting invaded by you know this other country um but i also think it goes both ways you know if if our allies are invading other people. I think we need to be like, Hey, like knock that shit off or else we're not allies anymore. You know, I don't think we can just be like, well, we're there are allies, there are allies. So our hands are tied. Like, and then also I think that we'd spend a lot less money if we would just, um, just, uh, not say anything. And then like, well, not necessarily not say anything, but like anytime anything happens, we just pull out the nuke card. (laughs) <laughs> and we're just like, well, I mean, do what you want, but we'll nuke you. We've done it before. And I think that would really keep most people in their place. And if they say, fine, do it. You're like, okay, I will. And then we nuke them and say, well, they, <laughs> they wanted it. Like, like, I don't think that is the best way to do it, but it would be effective. You can't deny me yeah. that. Like, <laughs> Just straight up look at other countries who are like doing this shit and be like, blink, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I I definitely agree with you about, like, what you said earlier about um, how basically we, like, it's terrible that people are are hurting in the world. um, And there's a time and a place for us to, like, act. And that was, like, a huge thing, is there's a time and a place for us to act. um, And if we miss it, I feel like there's dire consequences. Like I feel like if the U.S. stepped in sooner into the war and didn't wait till Pearl Harbor to happen, then a lot yeah. of lives could have been same, saved. Um, and who knows? Like maybe, maybe we wouldn't have needed to nuke Japan. And you know that's a controversial topic in itself because I know yeah. we all feel a little bit differently about whether um, we should have nuked Japan or not. Um, and we'll get into that when we talk more about the, the, the Manhattan Manhattan project Project. in that. But again, just like, it's not our job to take care of other countries, other countries, like our allies, we need to keep them in check too. Like, yeah, we can't support bad ideals. Like we have to hold on to our own values and our own ideals and not impose those on other countries. But at the same time, when things are going against that and things are, deviant from that and are morally wrong like morality isn't subjective morality is not subjective pain is bad that's a fact like people hurting that's bad that's a fact you can't argue that people hurting and people dying is not bad like that's awful it's terrible i feel like you there's no moral way to justify it um so morality is kind of said like we have this thing anything that inflicts pain or um, causes some sort of negative effect on another person, like that is awful. That is terrible. But it's not our job to solve every goddamn problem in the world. Yeah. And so that's it. I'm. You know what? At the end of the day, I'm just an asshole with an opinion. And aren't we all, dude? Basically, and I'm not, so dude. Like, I know everything. Hell yeah. <laughs> Basically. So I hope nobody gets so riled up about this because, you know, in all honesty, I think we've been very fair on both sides of the aisle. I mean, I've I've been frustrated with both sides of the aisle. And I've expressed that oh, yeah. every day. 
because um, I do consider well, myself. I don't even think. Sorry, go ahead. Like I consider myself more of a a centrist. Like if I had to say, um, anyway, I'd be more fiscally conservative because you know I like more money in my check. I don't like. I look today at how much was taken out of my check in taxes, and I twenty three percent of my check went to taxes. Um, and so I definitely would like to have more money. And I like the idea of a stable economy and one where it's not so, I guess, like crazy. But on the other side, like, I guess technically you'd say socially, I'm more liberal because I believe in kind of what you said earlier, we're kind of on the same page. And a lot of people equate this with libertarian things. But you know, I heard this from somebody else, but I 100% agree with it. Um, politically, like socially, if two lesbians want to live on their marijuana farm and defend that marijuana farm with their two guns, like God bless America, like let those people do it. Like as long as you're not infringing on my rights and infringing and causing pain to me and suffering and being immoral about it, go ahead and do what you want to do. Yeah. No, I, I, I think, yeah, no, I'd, I'd say that's, that's like, it's funny. That's literally the definition I say when people ask me, I'm like, I'm like, I'm very capitalist or conservative on, you know, the monetary side. But when it comes to social issues, I'm, I want people to pursue what makes them happy as long as it doesn't hurt other people as well. Like, like this BS where some people are trying to say that like pedophiles are going to be added to like the meaning of like the rainbow flag and stuff. I'm like, that is complete bullshit in my opinion, because kids aren't allowed to vote but then they can have sex with a full-grown man like it just doesn't it shouldn't work like that so um and that's just my opinion and you know cancel me if you want but i'll die on that hill so i don't care well for real and you know it is immoral because having sex at a super young age um actually causes damage like that causes emotional damage that causes mental damage in a different view of you know, kind of, it's bad. Like it's objectively, like having sex with children is bad. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to disagree with you. Like, I feel like that's, it's a fact. Like if you want to argue that having sex with children is good, like good luck because there's research on it and there's an appropriate time to have sex and being a child is not an appropriate time. And Dealing with sexuality at such a young age is very dangerous and can really mess somebody up. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree 100% with you. Again, I think it, nobody's going to disagree with that statement. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think uh, we've kind of Sorry. gone off. I derailed it. <laughs> I, I helped, dude. I went off on like a huge rant. Anyway, we're not a political podcast. We're But catch us next episode on our political podcast. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm going to keep my views to myself or try to. No, it's to, fine. But I, don't, like, I, think it's, I think it's good to speak it because we can make other, again, other parallels to what's what happened then to what happens now. So yeah. I think it's very interesting to hear about. That's why I'm voting independent because, like, I'm not. You write yourself in. I can't. I'm not eligible. Who cares? Just write yourself in. Just write myself in. Yeah. Just be a felon like Donald Trump. I mean, an alleged <laughs> felon. And the Just winner kidding. of the election is Brennan Gillis by one vote. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Just gets voted right in.
<laughs> that'd be insane. There would definitely be a lot of like protests and shit. Like, yeah. I think uh, that we yeah. should elect presidents based off of uh, like a cage match or like a UFC. That'd be awesome. Oh my god, uh, that would be so sick, dude! Donald <laughs> Trump and Joe Biden in like the match. And yeah. Throw my Kennedy in there. Nice. That'd be sick. Kennedy would rape them all. Whoa. Wreck them all. You guys get what I say. Anyway. <laughs> It's been real. It's been fun, guys. It always is. Um, please give us a follow on our social media. We got Facebook. We got Instagram. We got Twitter. We got all um, of them now. Hit us up. We got our email, as always, shadow.valleypod at thedogenetwork.com. Also, let's let's come on, guys. Like, Come check out our website. I've made a oh, fresh yeah. website. website. Um, I think it's uh, shadowvalleypod.com. Let's let's pull that up. Let's fact check me right here. I think I'm wrong. Um, Fake it news. might be shadowvalleypod.com. I think it is. We have let me pull it the up. website shadowvalleypod.com. Ah, that yes. is the name. Nice. So yeah, check out our website. Um, it has a link right to our merch store too. If you want to support us in that way, like we do this all free. We don't have ads because you know we're just not ads right now <laughs> we're just not we're just not but not yeah. ads not because we yeah. never will but because uh we just don't <laughs> yeah yeah we've had like a ton of people reach out like apple reached out and we we're like oh no nah, you guys can't pay us enough for that yeah we we have a moral boeing we turned them down boeing reached out freaking it was crazy we we're just like nah we're just too cool they're, for you guys. they're like we'll give you your own private jet and we're like okay like we're not that we're pretty humble like calm down you guys yeah who's that preacher who has his own like private jet a freaky guy yeah oh, we're I not him guys <laughs> we don't need that we don't need our you don't yeah you know what i mean anyway anybody else got anything they want to say i think uh again though we still are number one podcast on in the doge network so Oh, yeah. We're going to keep that up. <laughs> yes, sir. We might be overtaken by MMA amigos. That's true. <laughs> we might be taken over. And it's because I let my goddamn opinion out, guys. <laughs> God damn it, Brennan. You need to learn how Just to let shut it right the out of the cage. No, good. It's good. Off the leash. Yeah, guys. We uh, thank you for listening, and you guys have a great rest of your day. Yeah, you got, you got Gabe here and Parker. And you got Brennan, of course. See you later, skaters.